You're listening to the Farmyard Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Farmyard and Farmyard's Mighty Network. Well, hello there. This is Linda Borgi from Farmyard. And as you guys know, you are just one seed away. One seed away from what, you said? Well, so much we can't even count it on all our fingers and all our toes. I uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, this podcast is supported by Farm A Yard's Mighty Network. And I'll give you all that information in the show notes. And this is episode 2022, which signifies the second episode in the year 2020. I have a lot to podcast about, but things are happening, situations are rising in my life personally. That's just bringing me right back to kind of like where I began. So as some of you know, I am farming an eggplant factory in Brooksville, Florida. It's my cousin's eggplant factory. Been there 18 years, Mr. G's Foods. And I've been here in Florida since February. And he processes close to 700 bushels of eggplant a month. And that includes 700 boxes and about 400 brown paper bags of either flour or breadcrumbs. Okay, that's what's going through his waste stream, waste, but it's organic material. So I have been really scraping my brain saying, I know that there's something that that could be done with it, but I could not remember that. About 10 days ago, the, the light bulb went off in my head and I said, Lonnie, I had to call my friend Lonnie up in Cragsmore because I remember that she was connected to a biogas organization, a biodigester turning organic material into power, okay, gas. So I called Lonnie and within three minutes, she hooked me right up and gave me the name of Kathy Puffer. Lonnie had spoken about Kathy many times, but this happened right as I was leaving that region, okay? So I contacted Kathy, and I have to tell you, I am going to put the story of her homestead in the show notes. And when I read the story of her homestead, it brought me back to my 30s. And she has so much information to share with us that I don't think that this is going to just be one podcast. I think we're going to have to break this one up in episodes. But because it's all about me, this episode is about biodigestion. Kathy, are you there, honey? Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. I am so happy to be joining you today. And thank you so much for inviting me. And I'm so appreciative that our friend Lonnie had introduced us. Is that just great? I think it's just so superb. You know, I want to start with I want to start with the questions. And what I had said to the listeners is I believe we need to break this up into different 
areas, you know, but because I want to know about biodigestion, like immediately, that's what I want to start with. But I do want you to tell everyone what got you started with homesteading. Well, when my youngest, uh, my oldest child was three and a half years old, she was diagnosed with autism. And for me as a mom, like cognitively, I was thinking like, well, I'm a special ed um, teacher. I have a background in speech. I'm a full-time speech pathologist. This is no problem. I know all the best therapies for my child. But as I started peeling that onion back, learning about what are the other issues that she had with her digestion, um, neurocognition and how her gut and her brain were connected together and her microbiome wasn't where it should have been. I started to become very overwhelmed thinking like, okay, I know all these great uh, teaching therapies, but I have no clue what to do to help improve her microbiome. And, you know, my pediatrician um, is a wonderful down to earth person. He's like, well, why don't you just get into gardening? And just by her getting the hands in the soil and interacting with animals and nature is going to help that microbiome. And I was like, okay, that's great. So I, know, I had just jumped in head first, really not knowing what I was doing. I just knew that I had to do it because my child's health was depending on that transition. And I think if you're a mom and you're told this is what you need to do to help your child, you will do anything to try to make it work. And I had lots of failures and lots of kerfuddles starting off. But I mean, where I am today, and you know, we were talking about this, is a completely different place than what I was before. And my heart is that I love working with other moms, women, um, to start this journey maybe a little bit more gently than I did, and starting with good foundation instead of like having to do it as if you are in a crisis. And I think about where we are right now, where our world is right now, and how we are kind of in this crisis mode. And it is very difficult to start when you're in a crisis. But still, it is always a good time to start. And I think the most important thing is that we choose to start. I agree. I agree. Um, I agree 100%. Let me put my video on. I, um, I agree uh, 100%. I mean, just reading your story, you know, you, you, you're buying the homestead and now you're going to garden and then you go out and you plant fruit trees and no one taught you that you needed to grow soil. If we don't have information, like myself, I'm the oldest of eight in a family of famous fine art dealers. No one taught me about cow manure, the value of cow manure. No one. I had to learn that all on my own, as you did. But what I find very interesting, you know, with all the different modalities we have today, you know, in the age of technology available to us, right? Insofar as producing energy, how in the heck did you come upon biogas? I mean, seriously, that is like, <laughs> that's got me very befuddled. Whoa, baby. Okay, so again, this all circles back to my first child. 
so my daughter, she just had an aversion to touching soil. So I figured like, well, if I could get plants on the deck, that's a start. So I got a vertical aeroponic uh, garden called the Tower Garden. And, um, you know, as a speech pathologist in a preschool, I, of course, you need a side gig to bridge your financial gap. So I was selling the Tower Garden as my side gig instead of seeing patients after work because I had to be home for my daughter. So I was at a Clearwater Festival. It's down in um, Westchester, New York. They used to have it every single year. Pete Seeger was there every year. It was a beautiful event. And so I have my tower garden there. And then the student comes up to me and says, you have to meet my professor. And I was like, okay. And then a second student came up. Oh, my professor needs to see this. And then, you know, I had all these students coming up, giving me a business card for T.H. Culhane. And finally, the man shows up at my, my booth and he said, this is perfect. We're going to run slurry from an anaerobic biodigester through this and it produces gas and it's using cow manure and it's going to run through this vertical aeroponic unit and you're going to grow your own food. And I was like, that sounds fantastic. Can I have your credit card number? <laughs> you know? But, you know, in the end, we, we cultivated this relationship and this understanding that, um, you know, biodigesters are very simply put, um, like, like an animal or like a stomach where it digests our food waste and it puts out a liquid fertilizer. So his concept of like using vertical aeroponics or hydroponics with the liquid fertilizer from the biodigester um, was something that was just meant to go together. And I did the um, opening of the sustainability program at Mercy College in 2014 um, with Dr. Colhane and um, you know, joined with other people and helped to formalize uh, establishing the nonprofit status for his nonprofit organization, Solar Cities Inc which is Solar Cities Solutions. You can find that on the web. But, you know, as crazy a story as that sounds, it was something that happened very quickly. And then the next thing I knew, he brought the students to my house and said, your basement is perfect for the world's first basement um, biodigester. And now we've had a biodigester in our basement that connects to our kitchen sink, producing free cooking fuel, free fertilizer, free septic assist because it overflows into the septic system now for six years. And I think it was just being willing to listen to a new idea and being able to take a leap of faith is something that was, I didn't know it at the time, was something that my family really needed me to do was to take that leap of faith because I had no idea what a biodigester was. And I had no idea how it all worked. And I just decided to go on faith because, you know, he seems so enthusiastic, but also because I knew it had microbes in it. And that was something that I needed for my child was to be able to interact with microbes because she was not willing to go down to the garden. So if I got those microbes in the vertical aeroponics with growing the food, that would be like another way to you know, improve her microbiome as well. So again, it all comes back to microbes and following your gut sometimes. There's a reason why that saying makes sense. 
it's got such plays such a big part in our body our immune system you know uh is all in our gut and 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 that's the same as the earth the earth needs the microbes because the earth is a digester as well but you say a big circle it's so funny because after lonnie gave me the uh, the name solar cities that you were you were a board member correct yes on solar cities i go and google solar cities and i find that they have 12 plots in the tampa bay st pete's area and that's exactly where i have landed I have plopped right here and I got to tell you, it still rings in my ear when I told you what's going through the eggplant factory's waste stream. And all you said was, that's a lot of fuel. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, it's all about how you think about it. Perspective uh, means everything. <laughs> now you, you also, is it that you teach others how to create biodigesters in their own home? Or do you have a kit that people purchase? Uh, instructions, how does that work, Kathy? Um, so I am not a biogas builder, I am a biogas teacher. teacher. So what I am mainly focused on um, with my home business, hvvf.net, is providing educational materials to both schools and sites internationally and here in the United States in a format that is participatory and makes sense and is accessible to people. Um, my background in education really, um, you know, got me focused as to like what I felt like my purpose was and what was really important that I could be doing to contributing to the field of small scale biogas because when I first started, I was basically provided with two biodigesters by T.H. Colhane. And then he said, okay, go on the Solar Cities Biogas Innoventors and Practitioners um, Facebook page and interact with the page and they'll answer your questions. And I was like, okay. So I pose a question. I say, I have no gas. I get like right off the bat, like six different responses, all from very well-meaning men that give me advice and I start doing everything that they tell me to do, literally everything. Yes. And, and then they start getting in an argument with each other because they disagree oh, God, with one fun. another. And it was a big, huge mess. So essentially I started off with my biodigesters June 1st. By the time I got to the end of the summer, I still had no gas because I was listening to everybody's advice and doing a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't need to do. And I just decided one day I was going to gas test the gas bag and I blow it up, I put soap on it, and I put a toddler on top of the bag and sure enough, I had a leak. <laughs> it was a leaky gas bag the whole time. There was nothing wrong with my biodigesters. And so that experience taught me that it's not enough just to deliver a biodigester. And um, it's not enough just to provide a handout. It has to include like a constant feedback loop um, of support and understanding of what I already knew. Like I already knew how to take care of a baby. I already knew <laughs> how to, um, you know, deal with somebody who has an upset stomach. I mean, I already had a whole bunch of skills 
that were perfectly applicable to taking care of my biodigester that I was disconnected with. And so what I try to do is I try to reconnect people to things that they're already good at that correlate with. Uh, and I, what I'll need you to do is any links you want me to put in the show notes. Sure. And sure. Listen to where they need to go. But you have edu educational classes and webinars, correct? Yes, I do. And I use a teaching method called participatory design. And what's special about that is, is we start off with the understanding that you, you know, know everything you already need to know about small scale biogas. And it's my job as the facilitator to help you make those connections. So I always start with asking questions, um, finding out like what are some of you know some of the rough spots like um you're cooking on a glass top stove and you don't like that because it doesn't heat up fast enough okay like what are the benefits what's working what's not working what would you like to change and by having these conversations we um come to conclusions that you know might not always end up um, where we thought we might end up like some people um you know might be more geared to like starting with a solar cooker instead of a biodigester. There's pluses and minuses to both. And I feel like it's so important that we have to start with conversations and asking those questions. That is a great way of going about it. It really is, really is something, you know, listen, you know, what just popped in my head was the swarm, you know, before we started this interview. Yeah. Kathy, Kathy's bees started to swarm. Are they there? Are they there? Let's see. Uh, they're still hanging out on the box. Yeah. Right here. Oh, okay. Hang on. So. Uh, and if you don't know up. what a swarm of bees is, just Google that because everyone can do that. Right, Kathy? Oh, yeah. I mean, it is really something to oh, behold. Goodness. So they are and they are thinking about swarming. So they had already produced a queen cell and there was already a virgin queen that was born and she's running around in there like a banshee right now. And so the mother is getting ready to leave the hive. And like once she leaves with a good portion of the hive, then the princess is going to fly out for her mating flight. She will mate with no less than eight drones so we have amazing biodiversity of bees in this area we have combination of russian um, italian um, some bug bats so uh, we have really wonderful winter hardy bees in this area and she's going to get all of that diversity um, you know through all those other drones and she literally was going to fly up to the sun and the other drones are going to find her. So that could happen literally any moment now because they are really <laughs> ready to go. We'll see. They we'll are see if so, we're lucky enough to uh -huh. see that happen. That is so, if, they are so ready to go. Even if we don't see it, when you see it, do a little video if you see it. Oh, sure. It sure. I'll, I'll, stick it, I'll stick it in the, in the show notes. So, okay. So, I've just started listening to this podcast and I've listened to it all the way to the end. Now, what do I do? 
now I want to get started. What do I do? Okay. Um, well, it, you know, it depends on like what level you want to get started, you know, to like learn more about small scale biogas, you can certainly contact me through my website, hvvf.net. Um, if you are interested in like going a level up and you need biogas accessories, you can certainly find accessories um, through solarcities.solutions. They have like a biogas boutique um, that I believe is still up that you could buy things like biogas storage or pump through. Um, but, you know, really, um, if you want to be doing something with like STEM education through schools, um, you know, solar cooking, um, I, you know, I am perfectly capable of like getting people started with that as well. But, you know, two great resources is solarcities.solutions and then hvvf.net. And the wonderful thing is that there are small companies like popping up all over the place that ship directly to your house. Like uh, Home Biogas is a company based in Israel where they could like ship you an out of the box biodigester for like under $600. So, you know, deciding, um, do you want something that's going to be seasonal and out of the box? Um, do you want to do a do it yourself project? Um, or do you even want to like go further up in expense, <laughs> you know, and convenience, which is this other unit called the horse. And that's like another small scale level biodigester. And, um, um, it costs as much as a Tesla. It costs $75,000, but literally it is like in a shipping container and it's like an all-in-one biodigester unit. So there's, there's lots of great ways to start. My digest <laughs> First great way is asking questions. <laughs> My digester is going to be called the dragon. Oh, oh, I love it. In the belly of the beast. Those skins are going to go in the belly of the beast. Well, how can people get in touch with you directly, Kathy? Okay, they can go directly to my website. I have a Squarespace where they can contact me at hvvf.net, which is Hudson Valley Vertical Farms. We have a vertical aeroponic greenhouse and a wintertime CSA here in the Hudson Valley. That will be podcast two, Vertical Farming. Vertical Farming with Slurry. Hey. The you best way to do it. You got it. Thank you so much. It was great meeting you finally. I mean, because just as I left, I left the Hudson Valley five years ago. So it was just mm -hmm. as your installation was completed. You know, so we. Oh. Yes, I left five years ago. But Lonnie would talk to me about Kathy Puffery. You got to get in touch with Kathy. Thank God she did. Oh, dear God. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm um, looking forward it. to um, more conversations. Sounds great, honey. You be well. You too. All right. Another successful podcast. There will be many more. But if you enjoy this information, please subscribe and share it with your friends. And also, go to seed.farm-a-yard.com. That's seed, S-E-E-D. And check out Farmer Yard's Mighty Network. There's an awful lot of information in there 
such as would you like to open your own seed library or a 30-day plan from seed to belly check it out well once again i will catch all of you on the flip side and until then grow healthy people